Informal formalities, managing your email. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at inform underscore alities. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow business professionals, welcome to Informal Formalities. My name is Chris Birch, the host of this podcast. Today's topic is managing your email. I know it can be extremely overwhelming. You get hundreds of emails a day, it seems like, and you don't even know where to begin with them. This episode is definitely focused more towards an office employee. That being said, there's things that we'll talk about that you could use in your personal email as well to help keep it organized. A couple of things I want to talk about are what is the point of the email, right? So there's three things I think that we need to really dissect and, and understand. First, email is your task list. It's your way of staying organized and making sure you're getting done everything that needs done. Second, it's a communication tool, right? So it's the modern day paper trail, let's call it. And then third, over communication. Over communication isn't necessarily bad, but there's times when you wanna back it down and really send the right information rather than too much information. Let's dig right in. First, your task list, your to-do list. Somebody sends you an email, there's an action item associated with it, that's how you know what needs done. Commonly, it's a manager communicating with an employee or another coworker requesting something from another department. What you need to do though, is you need to stay on top of your email. If you don't stay on top of your email, then all of these points are really hard to manage. So, purge your email first off. Get rid of anything in there that you don't need. Get the inbox down to zero. I'll be honest, when I see somebody's email that has 4,000 unread messages, I don't know how they keep their tasks straight. If you haven't read 4,000 messages, how do you know if you missed something that was an action item that needed done? This is why it's crucial to stay on top of your emails. Once you straighten up your inbox, Let's look at it from two point of views. One as an employee and two as a manager. So as an employee, you're keeping the emails that are your tasks. Maybe that's as low as five to 10 emails in your inbox. As you have them and you complete your tasks, that's when you delete those emails. Everything else that comes into your inbox means nothing. Get rid of it. As a manager, there's one extra step. Yes, you're keeping your emails that have tasks in them, but you're also gonna keep an emails that you need to keep an eye on. Maybe you don't have a direct action item, but it's possible that one of your employees has the action items assigned to them, and they're the ones that needs to take care of the task. But you wanna stay on top of it to make sure it gets done because ultimately you'll be the one that answers to the upper management team on that specific action item. And just like the employee, delete any emails that don't mean anything. Obviously every single person's task list and email is gonna be different. I found generally when I was just the engineer in the department, if I had between five to 10 emails in my inbox, that was a heavy workload. Those were big action items that needed items addressed. As a manager, I find anywhere between 15 to 25 is that sweet spot. Once I get past 20 to 25 emails, my workload starts to be overwhelming and I really have to dig in and try to knock some of those items out. You're probably like, wow, you only have 20 to 25 emails to worry about? Trust me, when you start staying on top of it, 20 to 25 emails becomes a lot. You just have to manage what you have coming in and be sure to purge all that stuff that doesn't mean anything. Soon you'll find that those 20 to 25 emails are overwhelming at times. The next topic is using email as a communication tool. 
As we talked about in the first segment, it's a great way to communicate with yourself to stay on top of your task list, but it's also the modern day paper trail. It's the proof that you did or didn't do something, so you need to be careful, but like I said, the proof that something was or wasn't done. Now let me ask you a question. Has anybody ever told you they were going to do something and then not done it? How about a step further? Has anybody ever told you they were going to do something, not done it, and then when you confronted them, they said they never said that? It happens all the time, right? People are not always trustworthy, and that's just human nature, I guess. Well, if you use email as a paper trail, then you have that in your back pocket to use. I myself have been burned by this exact same situation. Somebody told me they would do something, they didn't do it, and then in the meeting, they said that they never told me that they would do it. Now, it made it look like I was responsible, and I didn't have the facts or evidence to prove what that person had said. So from that point forward, I made a decision, okay, I'm going to communicate through email what I'm responsible for, what I expect other people to be responsible for, and then there's no question who's responsible for it. Now, fast forward a few months, same person, same situation, but I had that email. I pulled it up and said, here, you said you would do this. It takes one time of putting somebody on the spot for them to stop coming after you for something silly like that. Not everything is negative like that situation was. Communicating through email is really good for managing information, passing along to-do lists, passing along findings or data. And then when that chain continues, now you've got proof or a timeline of events that may help you get through a sticky situation or just help put a customer at ease that has a question. Chances are in today's world, your company already has a policy that email is the official form of communication. Not phone calls, because you can't always hear what somebody said to you on the phone, Not handwritten notes, but specifically emails. It's that digital copy, digital paper trail that gives them something to go back and reference when needed. What makes this tricky is you kind of have to refer back to the managing relationships or building relationships. In today's world, people are so tech savvy. They text, they email. There's almost a hidden emotion in email. So your words that you choose and the way you paraphrase or the way you make a message matters. You have to know the person you're talking to through email just like you would if you were having a conversation with them. Know how they're going to respond and know how you can ask them to do something without coming across as aggressive or rude. I'm sure if you're anything like me, you've typed up 100 emails in your life that you've wanted to hit the send button on, but you took a breath, you took a step back, and you said, you know what, it's not worth sending that because it's going to cause more problems than it is going to cause good. On the flip side, remember you're being communicated with from other people as well. That being said, they might talk differently than somebody else does. Just because they say something a certain way doesn't necessarily mean that they're meaning it in a negative way. Be sure you know who's talking to you and understand whether they actually meant something a certain way or not. Lastly, let's talk about over-communication. Now, I don't believe you can over-communicate. So what I want to do is make a distinction between having a conversation and communicating. Over-communication would be sharing fine details with something, maybe at a granular level that's not needed. You do have to be careful if you're maybe interacting with a customer or something of that nature. You don't want to give them too much or show your all your cards if you're trying to keep something or, or manage something internally. Having a conversation is completely different, though. If you're having a conversation with someone to catch up, that's okay. What I'm focusing on is, do you respond to an email just to say, okay, or thank you, or have a great day? 
this adds up. If you have a chain with 20 people on it, let's say, and everybody's like, thank you, thank you, thank you, your email gets bogged down with pointless junk. So then you find yourself having to purge more than not. Don't be that person that's causing the reason to purge. Just because somebody says something doesn't necessarily mean you have to respond. In business, it's assumed, essentially, that unless they ask for an acknowledgement, you've received it and you're acknowledged. And again, interacting with a customer is completely different. Sometimes you have to schmooze them, you have to make them feel good, so you're going to exchange those pleasantries. But when you're emailing internally to your own business, try to keep the traffic down. It just makes everybody's life a lot easier and less overwhelming. As a little bit of a bonus topic, let's talk about your calendar. A calendar is a great tool to show your availability. I use my work calendar, but I put my personal events on it too. As a manager, there's times when I'm called upon after hours, and I accept that, and that's okay. But if I show that I have a meeting or a prior engagement already at, let's say, 5.30 at night, which is just after working hours... Well, then maybe somebody could see, oh, he's not available for a call right now or this quick Teams call that we want to put together. We're going to have to do it at 6 o'clock instead. For yourself, communication with yourself is extremely important. It helps you remember things and stay on top of things that maybe are a few weeks out. I'm horrible, 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 horrible at remembering when I have a haircut, when I have a dentist appointment. But when I put it on my calendar, it's that refresher. I do it as soon as I make the appointment so that it doesn't get forgotten. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Shoot us an email at informalformalities.podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at inform_alities. underscore Thanks again. See you next time.